Good morning. What a great joy and honor to be here this morning. And it's, it's a honor being a man of God and being a servant of God and standing in the Lord's presence to speak with the body of Christ on this island. And uh, Pastor Steve, Anna, and all the elder board of this church has been really a great blessing to me. And they are always in my heart, Pastor Steve. Every now and then he shoots the emails to me and saying, just checking on me, hey, how are you doing? Just let us know. We want to let you know that we are praying. The Calvary Chapel Church is praying. And I, I feel those prayers when we were literally walking through the hard times. Psalm 23 is the psalm that we, we teach our children and we by heart that. And when we memorize that and we can even tell that without looking into the Bible. But here is the thing that uh, uh, the verse number four, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's what it is mentioned this year, the month of April, May, June was literally so rough in India. Like the second wave was claiming many lives, thousands and thousands. There are many deaths that were documented, many deaths, deaths that were not documented, but still claimed many lives. And uh, even it, it, it literally tried to attack and it literally tried to shake the body of Christ. Many pastors and believers, they faced the death. But uh, me being a pastor living in the city, like in the span of 100 days, I was called to attend and do the funeral. Almost, almost like 55 funerals that I did in the month of uh, those April, May, and June months. And besides losing three members in the family, uh, I mean like in, in my relatives, we lost our brother-in-law and who is also a pastor and a week apart and his dad and a week apart uh, uh, my cousin sister. Kind of like when, when we all going these this hard times, you know, I couldn't even send out my newsletters to the people what is happening here. But those times of hard times, I, I, I received the emails from Pastor Steve from some of my friends saying that we are reading the news, more news about the hard things that is happening in India. And we just want to assure you that we are praying for you. And they, those emails and those encouragement letters had really encouraged me and encouraged the body of Christ over there. They not only prayed, and the Calvary Chapel not only prayed, they sent out, the Calvary Chapel Church had actually sent out the monetary blessing so that we, we could be a blessing to the most where the need is. We were not only helping those funerals, beyond that, uh, God had literally helped me and used me as a tool to reach out those families who lost their, their dear ones and to stand in their grief and make sure that the, the pastor's wife, those sisters, I, I, I spoke with them, I re reached them, me and my family, and we were able to be a blessing and we just wanted to make sure that those pastors, families, the wife and the, the, the children, that they have food in their house and uh, they all, the children are back to school. Let me tell you, my friends, how, how, how terrible it was. Like one, one evening I received a phone call and the, the other, on the other side of the phone call that was the lady, a sister, a pastor's wife who lost her husband from COVID and she was telling to me, brother, 
tomorrow is the last day that we supposed to pay our utility bills and if not and uh, they're going to disconnect the electricity to the home and we will be living in the darkness my friends let me tell you the same evening i got a message from my on my on my phone saying that some money is credited into our into my into my bank and i looked around it was who it was it was like an orphan boy from our church whom we raised him and he is working as a software engineer he got his salary and he he tithed his salary to our bank account and we got the money into our bank account and we were able to help reach out that widow to pay her utility bills this is what <laughs> thank you so much and this is what the lord has been in spite of those dark times the lord has been so good in providing and meeting our needs and let me tell you my friends this is you know pastor steve was actually telling how blessed we are not only you and i tell you that i am blessed i i went to the hospital on visiting somebody who was suffering from the covid and uh, you know the third world countries the medical facilities are so poor and people don't have uh, proper knowledge or proper uh, proper understanding what to do when they get sick so a lot of people like people like they fled it to the hospital like in the city in my in the hospital in my city they have hardly like 400 to 500 beds and there were like 1500 people came to admit in the hospital people were like ambulances were queuing and people on the stretches and the patients were on the stretchers and they were waiting i saw a dear lady uh, who was with her daughter standing beside the stretcher and the daughter was literally battling for the oxygen and this lady you know there was a great scarcity of the oxygen this year like uh, the hospitals didn't have enough facilities to produce or to get the oxygen so a lot of people died uh, out of oxygen and literally and i saw this lady uh, she you know indian women they wear the gold necklace as the sign of as the wedding wedding necklace like she removed her gold necklace and she put it in her hand she was kind of giving that necklace of gold to the hospital staff and asking them please take this gold and give oxygen to my daughter i saw that with my own eyes and saw the people dying without oxygen and i said lord how great are you that you are giving us the oxygen to breathe so freely that we never even imagined my friends let me tell you they were they were pouring gold in exchange to the oxygen i i felt so bad by seeing that i literally prayed lord those were the moments lord what what do you want me to do during these hard times then the portion of the scripture that literally popped up into my my heart like even though i walked through the valley of the shadow of death but let me tell you my friends god did not leave us god did not leave us god has protected us god has kept us alive not only me see this is not just in my city it is across the world it is in every country 
it is in it is it is in every country that church in the 2021 is literally struggling to take the gospel to the uttermost part of the world but the virus had reached far beyond that and, and, and that anybody could reach the lies and the the, the fake news and whatever the, the scary news that is making people fear and scare that is reaching so fast than the truth and causing the people uh, to be fear let me tell you my friends this morning i've been praying in the lord's presence lord help me and make me as a tool to increase the body of christ this morning and wherever i go i've been praying lord use me use me as a tool use me as an instrument so that i could be a blessing to many and i could be a, I, i could be a mouthpiece of you so that the speak from the, the 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 truth from my mouth would come out so that it would encourage the body of christ my friends let me tell you god is the god he is the one he is the greater god we have seen many miracles in our church we have seen many miracles within our community we are able to reach to the people who are in the most need we are able to reach to the people to share the grief in their hard times and god has been using us i i it's i i always think myself that today as i am standing here it's truly a miracle you know you could imagine attending myself to the 55 funerals how much that i was exposed to the virus but god had literally protected me and my family and my two sons and my two sons and he kept me uh, safely and make me as a blessing to many people this morning let me tell you my friends let me encourage you this we serve the great god the god is above all above of everything the god is the one who is above of every fear above of ev- everything that is trying to attacking the families everything that is trying to attack the the uh, attack the joy he is the god who is above of everything my friends let me tell you this morning time you know uh, when paul was writing his letters to the churches he was always in them he was always in a kind like that he was always encouraging the church when he was writing his letters to romans the church in rome the church in galatians the church in corinth the church in ephesians the church in philippi whenever paul and the, all the apostles and the paul and whoever that was that uh, like paul and peter james and and all john when when all these apostles when they were writing their letters to the churches their main intention was not really the size of the church their main their main intention was about the purity of the church so when they were writing they were writing they were expecting and they were asking they were warning the churches to maintain the holiness what christ was intended to get the whole to see the holiness in the churches friends let me tell you let me uh, let me uh, uh, share with this this with you this morning time god is the god he is the holy god he is expecting us to be the standard of his holiness it doesn't matter what is happening around us it doesn't matter what is coming against us he said to the church church you are the body of christ christ is the christ is the head of the church christ is the cornerstone he is the foundation of the church the church has not built up on the lies the church has built up on the truth of the christ jesus christ we don't have to worry about that there were times my wife reached to me 
and she has her, her own concerns because uh, living in a family with two children and she told me, hey, you've been going this many funerals and helping those people, so just make sure that you take care of yourself and you, got to, you need to remember that you have a wife and two sons in the back. I said, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> but I don't remember that, but at the same time, uh, my friends, I cannot switch off my phone and preventing somebody uh, from being not calling me. I said, let us join in your prayers. In, uh, let us, I said to my wife, let us pray and uh, ask the Lord to put the heads of protection over our families so that we will be able to, so that the Lord may hide us from the virus, so that the Lord may protect us and put the heads of protection over our families. Now, friends, remind, I, you know, when, uh, let me remind you, Eliza was in the home, and the armies of the enemy had literally surrounded his house. And, and his disciple, Gehaji, had seen that, and he was so scared and he was speaking to his master, 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 look at those armies. They came to attack us. But Elisha, actually Elisha prayed, Lord, open the eyes of the Gehaji so that he could see. When he saw that he saw the, the army of the fire had surrounded his house. My friends, let me tell you this morning, God is in the business of protecting his people. As the enemy as the enemy is, is, so, is so fast in attacking the people, but God is in the business of protecting his church. Since 2,000 years, the church has been protected by the Christ Jesus Christ. Nero took the decision to wipe out the church, but Nero was being wiped out of the history. Many Roman emperors, they came so strong against the body of the Christ, what did they have? They were, they, were mere, they were just mere fishermen. And the second generation, they were just like Gentiles. They were so poor people, they didn't have anything. They used to gather in, the, in their hiding places, but they were worshipping the Lord in their spirit and truth. My friends, let me tell you. In the history of the church history, in the 2000 histories of the church history, always the enemy is using the people the enemy was using the leaders. The enemy was using uh, uh, whatever, the, whatever the reasons or whatever the people to destroy the church, to cause, uh, or to, cause, uh, 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 to cause the disturbance in the church or to bring the fear in the hearts of the people. But he never, he never succeeded. The greatest miracle today is you are here. I could tell you, let me tell you that uh, throughout this week, there might be many things that the enemy might have brought to your path to block you from not coming to the church. But praise God that you gave the priority to come to the church and to worship the Lord and to magnify his name and to say to the God, the Lord, here I am, that nothing is important to me that you are the important to me. So here I am. That's the reason that I am here. You choose to worship the Lord this morning. Praise be to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ alone.
the lord said i will build my church is the builder he is the builder he is the cornerstone he is the foundation he is everything without him i don't think that the church would have been surviving for this many years it's just because of him it's just because of him no human is deserved to get any credits in regard of the church it's the glory of the god only jesus christ that is deserved to get all the glory i i've been visiting all the villages and uh, uh, let me tell you my friends the more the persecution arises god is building up his church more stronger than ever before and we've been witnessing that and we've been witnessing that let see when we look at we look back the history how fast that the virus had spread across the world even during these times all the businesses are going malls are open people are going to the movies and people are going everywhere but the real problem is coming when people wanted to go to the church oh if you go to the church it's a place where the mass gatherings and lot of people will gather they will then you become the super spreader of the virus well this is the place where every virus will be burned by the consuming fire of the jesus christ yeah. i strongly believe that and it's happening yeah. it is happening my friends let me tell you last 2000 years every preacher of god is they, we preached saying that if you are sick come to the lord's presence and the lord will heal you yes. and now the enemy is wanting us if you are sick don't come to the church stay home no that's a lie book when we look into the gospels and when we look into the book of acts you know they brought all the sick people to the church so that they could heal they could be healed they brought all the people they brought the lame they brought the blind they brought the dumb people they brought everybody to the church the church is the place where it's the healing center it's the place where the families get be families could be reunited i was listening the preacher he was telling when the foundations crumble my friends let me tell you we are in the times so dangerous that the foundations of the family are literally crumbling the foundations of the truth the enemy is trying to crumble it let me tell you my friends this is the truth and this is the word of god god has given the authority god has given every power to the body of christ so that we could exercise every power on this earth it doesn't matter whether it is the government force it doesn't matter what kind of force it is but god has given us such a power so that we could exercise the power of the christ and have the victory of over everything i really love to read the book of acts many times many times i read it 
Many times I read it and I read it again and again and again. Now, uh, my friends, let me tell you how great miracles that God has done in the church, in the book of Acts. Maybe you may be thinking, oh, those were the biblical days, those were the days of the apostles, and uh, maybe these days are different. No, no, no. These days are not different. These days are the same day. If God, the God whom we serve, is the same yesterday, today, and forever, is the same God who is able to perform the same miracles even today. Even today. Praise the Lord. I did not know that he was, uh, 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 they brought an elderly man to our church. I did not know that uh, he was already being attacked by the COVID. And they brought and they told me he's been having the fever. Okay, then I thought maybe a, a viral fever. Then they told me he has the problem with his throat. My, my faith is like laying hands on the sick people. So I put my hand upon his throat then I prayed for him. Then he went back and they did the test. They ran the test and he was tested positive. My family looked at me. Did you know that you prayed for him? <laughs> you put your hand on his throat and he tested positive. I said, no problem. God is going to heal him. Praise the Lord. My friends, he had all the underlying medical, uh, 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 pre-medical conditions. He had the heart issue. He had the kidney issue. He was diabetic. He didn't go to hospital. He stayed home. He took, I don't know, whatever medicine. But I tell you, it's not the ivermectin. It's not the hydrochloroxine. It's not the face mask. It's not the sanitizer. We are alive today just because of only by His grace. Yes. There are families, I tell you, let me tell you, there are families in our church that, that, that cannot even afford to buy the hand sanitizers. But they are alive. It's the protection, it's the grace of God that literally made them alive. Where do we get this protection? how this is happening. I was speaking in an English church in London, and after the church, uh, a, couple, a family came to me and they asked me, Pastor Jay, what should we do to see the same revival uh, 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 in our church here? Let me tell you, you know, the church in England is, is becoming dry and dry day by day. So I felt so bad by seeing them. That was the church that was literally established in 18th, 18th century. And there were hardly 15 to 20 people were there that Sunday service. And there came, they were asking me, what should we do uh, 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 to see the same revival? I said, I don't have anything, a miracle. All I have is to believe in this. So put your trust in this. Have your faith in this. 
let us feel that God is real. Let us feel that heaven is real. Let us feel that there is a God who sees everything. There is a God who hears our prayer, prayers. And there is a God who brings the revival. My friends, let me tell you. God needs one single person. One single person to ignite the whole church. Why can't you be that single person to bring out the revival, to ignite the body of Christ? Now, a small matchstick is enough to bring the fire, to burn the whole forest. The same way, my friends, this morning, God is looking forward for that single person. For that single person to, to bring down the fears, to bring down the lies, and to, to bring the joy in the families, and to bring the blessing what the enemy is trying to steal. He wants to restore it back. But he needs one person who wants to stand up for him so that that one person could ignite, could ignite the church, could be, could be the cause for the revival. My friends, this morning, this is what the Spirit of God is very strongly saying to the church. There is nothing to fear. If we live, we live. If we die, we see the glorious face of our Lord Jesus Christ. Man, I can't wait for that day that I see my Savior and I hug him, and I see his back and all the stress that he bore for me, and all the wounds that he bore for me. I, I just wanted to ask him, Lord Jesus, I wanted to see the, 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 uh, the, the, the scene of the crucifixion, that, uh, that the amount of pain that you bore for me. Wow. What a great God we have, my friends. What a great God we have. He is not in the tomb. He is risen. Amen. He is risen. He is alive. He is alive. He is alive. He is with us right now. He is with our families right now. My friends, let me tell you. Every time you know more, I know American families, typically, they gather for their dinner time every evening. Mostly. And they join hands and they pray and they bless. Let me tell you, let me ask you this evening. When you gather as your family and pray for your bread and blessings, would you also remember the families that don't have a bread for that particular moment and that are suffering and that are being persecuted for the sake of their faith? Just your prayer is more than anything. Your prayer is more than anything. This morning, let me encourage you, my friends. As the man of, as the man of God, as the man of God, God, God literally, he literally walked beside me and he encouraged me, he strengthened me. He, he strengthened me in such a way that I could stand in the middle of the darkest hour, but still, Bring the light to the people who don't have a hope. 
if he could use me a mere man like this god will also use you the other day i was i'm staying with bill and heather they're part of our service board the other day i was sharing with them according to the indian passport records my qualification is just only 7th grade but god has been taking me to the many nations to speak to the body of christ to speak to the people my mother tongue is not english my first language is not english there were times that people had literally asked me how you learned the language the only secret that i have is just reading the bible if god could use this fellow this mere human to travel across the world and take the gospel torch and take the gospel torch to the darkest places he could use anybody yes. <laughs> you may be thinking this morning oh i am so broken steve larsen the great man he said in his preaching god uses the most broken pieces he is looking forward the most broken pieces and if you feel that you are broken god is looking forward for you so he wants to shape you he wants to take all the glory by using you for his glory and you and making you as a blessing to others church is the great place on this planet that god has still kept the church active so that the gospel to the uttermost parts to be taken my friends i wanted to encourage you don't ever don't ever give you give your ear give your ear to the lies of the satan bible is speaking the truth let me tell you that the miracle that was just happened yesterday morning we were there at the men's breakfast and one brother maybe uh he came he showed up uh then he was with us i don't know what his background was but i saw that he was smoking and i saw that he's not uh something but something very different that was to him but he was there with the breakfast and he had the breakfast and he stayed for the prayer then after the prayer then after I, my teaching then he said okay today is the date 20 so he was asking us why don't we read psalm 20 and proverbs 20 okay we read that and psalm 20 we read and we moved to the portion of our proverbs 20 and that was literally talking about the the proverbs 20 was literally top, talking about the alcoholic person i said what is sinking it was the spirit of god literally directly speaking to him that alcoholic is not a good thing isn't that miracle god speaks to the people god is speaking to you god is speaking to me and he will speak forever and forever he will speak with his children my friends now let me tell you the prophecy of joel like anointing the children are being anointed by the holy spirit 
the our youngsters are being anointed by the holy spirit the generations the next generations will come up to serve the lord we are in those days of those prophecies are being fulfilled and we are seeing that and we are seeing that god has been using us to be a blessing last year for somehow god brought up that idea of christmas joy shoe box we just started when and when i shared the the idea with the, with our sovers board they were so happy with that and we started and we you know being a human our faith is very little but when god starts to uh, increase our faith we we thought can we do you think we thought maybe 500 boxes god multiplied it for 1200 boxes and we gave them almost like four states in india almost like 320 communities or something this happened it's in a different state not in my state i was there my friend was there who was actually ministering to the families who are affected by the hiv so i said okay i wanted to help those children maybe 50 children and uh, get the measurements of the their outfit and their shoes and here is the money take and i will come on that day we will bless those children so we made all the arrangements i went there and we gave away the shoe boxes to literally to the children and their parents who had the, who have the hiv and the program was over i was just exiting the room and i felt somebody was pulling my shirt there was this young lady with her with her uh, uh, daughter hardly like the daughter was like two or three months uh, maybe four or five months old and she was crying and uh, i don't speak their language so i i understood that she is in a pain so i made her to sit and i sat beside her and i called the translator please speak with her why she is crying and she told me her daughter did not get the christmas joy shoe box oh okay then i said but i i understood the spirit of god in me was telling that she doesn't she not only need the shoe box she needs more than that so i asked her what i wanted to know about your family she told me she is a teenage girl like 21 years and got married and blessed with a daughter but the unfortunate thing is that the day when her daughter was born her husband committed suicide knowing that he had the hiv oh that really broke my heart i told sister please let me know what you need more than just a shoe box to your daughter my friends let me tell you we gave the money to her and i strictly spoke to the translator and make sure that she has every penny that she could buy food for her and buy clothes for her daughter and also buy clothes for her and uh, i was in vancouver and i was sharing with the story a family came forward and telling to pastor j we wanted to help this dear young sister with a 200 dollars per month see how god is connecting the dots <laughs> my friends if god could see those tears he is also caring about your tears he is also caring about your tears
no worries nothing to fear nothing to worry god is the god he provides when he was really caring about that little one in somewhere in the third world country in a different state which is not even my state when he was literally caring about those people he is also caring about you he is willing to to walk alongside of you he is willing to provide you he is willing to bless your family and your offsprings and he wants to use your offsprings to glorify his name be the one to stand for the lord to ignite the world be the one to stand for the lord in the darkness in the darkest time so that you could bear his torch and to take the light where it is needed my friends this morning as i wrap up let me tell you please remember us in your prayers we are we are in the process of bring the smiles on the faces of 3000 children once again it's not my faith it's a god size faith it's not my faith it's a god size faith but i believe the lord will make it happen the lord will surely make it happen we just wanted to uh, show you a 4 minute video which uh, which shows uh, a clear uh, picture of what we are doing and if you have any doubts or any questions about your ministry about our ministry you are feel free to ask and bill and heather they're a good family that are part of our board you could reach pastor steve or bill and heather for any more questions or any doubts or any any news updates we'll be happy and they will be happy to assist you finally let me tell you please remember us in your prayers and sometimes we need that wall of prayer not sometimes all the time and we will be praying for you and i am hoping that you'll be praying for us thank you again god bless you